Welcome to the Raw Report. You are listening to KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. And boy, oh boy, do we have to talk about entertainment news and trending topics and interviews. My goodness, this is like the perfect day to wrap it all up. I'm your host, Robin Ayers. Happy to be with you guys, as always, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on your drive home or at home, wherever you are listening in. If you want to call in, if you want to give your opinion on anything, you may just want to sit back on this. I don't know, but you might want to chime in and you are welcome to do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You could also join us right now in our YouTube chat, which is always lit. Hello to YouTube. Hello to all of you guys. Definitely appreciate you guys. So yeah, let's go ahead and get the get our YouTube chat started. You guys go ahead and join in there if you are uh, listening in for the first time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a, a very interesting conversation that we'll have with our contributor today who knows exactly what I'm talking about because he was also out for BET Weekend. That's what this whole hour is going to be about. Listen, I am a fan. I've always been a fan of the entertainment business. Many of you who've read my book, you know that I've been called. I feel like I've been pulled and drawn to entertainment almost since I was a very, very little girl. And here I am living the, the, the best of my dreams. And so uh, that part is an honor for me. I will say that. That part is an honor. I still love what I do. But the more you are out here in these entertainment streets, you get to see a lot of things. You get to see some things that surprise you, some things that disappoint you, and other things that you're proud of. You know, um, BET is just one of those things. Every every year, you know, we, we get around to BET week, right? BET week, There, it starts, you know, later in the week, um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday-ish. But then we get into the BET weekend, which so many different things happen over the weekend. And it's always fun. It's always Great. It pulls everybody out. People fly in from wherever they live to attend the BET weekend because it's a really, really, really big deal. Uh, so as you know, I talked about this last week. I started out going to a couple of different events that were all nice. This is what I have to say. Um, BET has done a fantastic job of sponsoring, empowering other events away from the BET Awards. They've done a great job at that. They have a lot of people who uh, they sponsor. Specifically, let me shout out uh, a couple of people. Miss Diddy, for one, she had a toast to Black Hollywood, which was incredible, incredible, beautifully, uh, beautifully done. She's done that. Again, I, I mentioned last week, Echo Haddix. That was fantastic. It was great. Um, there is the uh, BET has a thing. Um, the media media house like it was just there's a lot going on a lot of really really great things going on but we're gonna break it all down for you of course of course of course let me give you um a couple of updates one is congratulations that are in order for uh, a number of people actually this is pretty exciting it was announced today that um for several people in the hollywood walk of fame class of 2024 it was announced by the Walk of Fame chair, Ellen Kay, that they'll be receiving their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So let me give you a few that you may know, few that, you know, we, we're we supporting, right? In the motion picture category, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman, 
well-deserved, obviously, posthumously, but, you know, he definitely deserved that. So he will be receiving his Hollywood uh, star of fame. And, you know, we, we just recently did that as well with uh, Tupac. He just received his. Uh, in the television category, Cheryl Lee Ralph, who is very, very excited about her news about receiving a, a star on the Walk of Fame. Carrie Washington as well. Recording artists, include they include Tony Braxton, Andre, uh, Dr. Dre. I thought Dr. Dre already had a, a, a Hollywood, a, a, a Walk of Fame star. I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he did. Well, he, he's on the list. I'll say that. And a special shout out to my girl, Brandy Norwood. She is getting her star on the Walk of Fame. I am so excited to me and to many others. That is definitely well-deserved. So congratulations to all of them. That is going to be amazing. I will definitely try to do my best to make it out there and support and take pictures. And you know how I do. I'll put it all on my social media, of course. Um, question of the day before we get started. Angela Bassett is set to receive an honorary Oscar following the Black Panther snub. Do y'all remember that? That just happened not that long ago. She was snubbed. We knew everybody was talking about it. She was going to get that Oscar. She was going to get it, but she didn't. She had a whole reaction on her face. I mean, it was a thing, right? But she's set to get an honorary Oscar. And is that is that still an honor? Is an honorary Oscar still an honor? I say yes, but tell me what you think. Or do you still are you still like, nah, they did my girl dirty. She should have gotten that, uh, <laughs> she should have gotten that that star or that that Oscar. So I'm gonna ask you over in our YouTube chat. Uh, make sure you answer the poll. I'll put that up in a moment. Um Andy, I guess let's break down the Rob Report. Now it's time for a breakdown. <laughs> you already know what the Rob Report is. The Rob Report, we are talking about BET Weekend, everything that happened from BET events to the BET Awards, what you should know, what you probably don't want to know. We're going to break it all down, the good, the bad, and the ugly with our contributor. On the other side, you're listening to the Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. You were listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. We are breaking down the BET Awards, BET Weekend, BET Week, all of the events and what we think about the awards as well. And our personal experiences, my contributor today, Nick Hamilton, has been there all through the weekend right alongside me at many of these events and uh, and others. You were making a point, uh, Nick, if you remember your point, you can continue before I go ahead and call out my names if people who I want to challenge to step it up when when talking about or talking to black media. Yeah, I think, like I said before we went to break, I was saying, like, you know, the PR agency or the culture creators, they do it every year, and I think they do an incredible job. And I think you can only do so much when you have, you know, their handlers or their entourage that won't move or don't get out the way. You know, you can only do so much. And unfortunately, when they see the crowded carpet, I think it, 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 um, pushes back it pushes away the, the 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 artist or the entertainer that wants to get on the carpet because it's like oh man this carpet is jam i don't feel like wait you know and that's mm -hmm. why you always say hey keep the carpet clear we got to keep the carpet moving yeah. because they know you know these they, they they get in they get out and then some of these and some of these entertainers or athletes or whatever they come late on purpose because they don't want to talk to media so they yeah. know oh hey if i come in late it may be one or two photographers there and it may, you know, but it's not a bunch of media there, so I don't have to necessarily talk. I'll come for pictures, 
and I'll say what's up to the, the photographers, and then I'm a bounce because one of them is either you know Getty wire images or exactly. Shutterstock. Sure. So I know my image is gonna go out there. But as far as it goes to black media, man, yeah, I, they need to do a better job of understanding the impact of black media and black creators as well. Because without that, guess what? When you get into a scandal or when you on your come up or you on your way to elevate it to that higher plateau. Who's there to, 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 to guide you? Who's there to cover you? Who's there to get the in-depth questions? We are as black media. Nobody in the mainstream ain't cover you because they don't feel like you're hot enough. They don't feel like you're good enough. We are we been, we are there usually from day one all the way to, to, the, to the historic rise of whatever your career is. Mm -hmm. And then it's all of a sudden it's like ab amnesia strikes when it comes to some of these people. Not all. Not but all, some. but some. And that's yeah. the problem. So how the hell can black media grow? And how can we expand and elevate when we don't have your input from the same from the time that you weren't that that one to, to the point where you are that one. So yeah. that consistency needs to continue. Absolutely. Let me break this down real quick for for those of you who are hearing Nick and I rant <laughs> about this, just talking about it. This is the real deal. This is not, this, these are not opinions. This is real live facts. All right. What happens is, you know, black people, we're creative. We want to be artists. We want to be athletes. We want to do something that we're passionate about. And oftentimes you want the world to know what that means is you probably want to be a star, right? Some form of star. Well, what happens is you start off with trying to get in the game wherever you can. Oftentimes, especially if you're black, those are urban outlets. Those are urban, the smaller media people, you know, start drumming up some business. And then you take those interviews or take those outlets who would have you and you leverage them for bigger and better. Right. You leverage them to keep going. That's the name of the game. I get it. You get publicists along the way. You try to do whatever you can to elevate your game to where you get to a mainstream in the in the big business. This is what you want. I totally understand that. But what happens is once you've gotten there, now you feel as though you only have to be seen by the mainstream because you're a star. The problem with that is, like Nick was saying, if something should happen to you, if you're if you're involved in some scandal or some fight or something that is a knock against your career, just like a little a little nick in your career, mainstream media is going. We know what mainstream media does. It, we've seen it time and time again. It will it will highlight you in a headline. The headline does not speak well of you. But us, the urban the urban outlets, the black outlets, the black people, the black platforms, we extend grace because you're our people. We extend you grace. So don't ever turn your back or make the black people who got you to where you are. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Don't don't uh, feel like you no longer need the people. And I'm going to say this. There's the I told you guys who was on the right side of me uh, at the at the culture creators brunch. Wonderful guy. This white guy who has his media outlet called Rock the Bells. He was dope. He was great. And he really wanted to talk to some icons. Big Daddy came to Big Daddy Kane came to me and I said, you know what? You, do you want to take him first? Because he needs Big Daddy Kane. He needs him. I, I've I've seen Big Daddy Kane. We actually follow each other. Hallelujah. That's a moment. Uh, he's come here. He's interviewed with Tavis Smiley. He's we've you know, we've had some interaction. This guy here needs to talk to Big Daddy Kane more than I do. Right. But he was so gracious. He said, I'm going to talk to all of you guys. I'll talk to, to everybody. He went all the way through. 
you're supposed to remember those who uh, who are at the at the, the little people. With that being said, Chloe Bailey, I have to call you out. Chloe Bailey, who did not show up with her sister, who was also being honored. Um, she came and like Nick, you mentioned, she came, took her pictures on the uh, on the on the carpet because we know pictures are a big deal. She t- takes her pictures. She turns around, says, sorry, guys. There was no publicist there who was grabbing her from us. She just said, sorry, guys. And she she walks off. All these people who Chloe would have been a big deal for their media outlets. She would they, she would have been a great deal that would have put them on that would have made their editors happy. She turned people people uh they they research to ask these questions. They spend all day all night getting ready to be prepared to be on camera to ask these questions to these people. And you want to sit there and just turn away. It's really unfortunate. So Chloe Bailey, I challenge you. Monica, I love you, but I challenge you. Sierra, I love you, but I challenge you to stop stop just talking to these high-end media. And start talking to the black outlets. I'll I'll leave it there. So I went on a rant. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, go ahead, Nick. Yeah. No, and please stop allowing the PR, the PR, these PR people, they work for you. You don't work for them. Stop listening to these PR people. I hate when they go look down at your outlet like some cattle on a ranch, like seeing who's more valuable than next. Just come down the line. We're there for a damn reason. We got there. We got credentials because obviously the head PR company thought we were valuable enough to be at their event. Obviously, we made an impact of some sort. Stop allowing. I'm talking to artists. I'm talking to athletes. Stop allowing these PR people to dictate your every move. You don't work for them. They work for you. If you fire them tomorrow, you're still going to be you. They're going to be looking for a job. So I'm sick and tired of that crap, too. Like, that's the thing that pisses me off to the highest level. Yes, they do it all the time. They come, they look down at your little plaque card or whatever's down there, what outlet you're with. And they, I mean, it's, just, it's, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing on these carpets. But let's go ahead and move on to talk about briefly. We only have a few minutes left, but we want to talk about the BET Awards. I know we mentioned Buster Rhymes. We mentioned Migos performing, which were great, both great. Uh, tell me. Patty LaBelle is in the, she's in the headlines. Auntie Patty LaBelle <laughs> is in the headlines because she is doing a tribute to Tina Turner, the late, great Tina Turner, and she forgets the words. And she she forget, she forgets the words, which I guess it happens, but immediately, Black Twitter, <laughs> I love us, Black Twitter goes and finds the memes where she's forgotten her words in the past, Uh They've also pulled up footage of where Miss Patty LaBelle had some things to say reportedly, allegedly that were about Tina Turner. But she says, listen, I tried my best. I tried my best. She, I, she messed up, but she tried her best. In your opinion, Nick, do you feel like she should have accepted that responsibility of, of giving a tribute so great and so, so recent? This is still painful for a lot of people. Do you feel like she should have taken that tribute? Well, she simply wasn't the best last night, now was she? Um, <laughs> okay. Listen, I think Auntie Patty may have had too many uh, cocktails maybe before uh, her performance. This is why she's, she's forgotten the word. <laughs> okay. Uh, but listen, they couldn't have found a better. I mean, I don't. I couldn't. I can't think of a better person to to, to pay tribute to Tina Turner than Patty Labelle. Yeah. Um, when you think about the accolades that Patty Labelle has has acquired over the years. Um, what other person would you have, you know, do to outside of Beyonce? 
Like, mm. who else would you have, like, do, sure. do Tina, you know, do pay yeah. tribute to Tina Turner? So, yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was, it was was messed up that she forgot the words. How the hell do you forget the words of the song that everybody in the crowd, I was thinking even <laughs> she forgot the words, I was sitting in the crowd. And my whole role was singing the words to Simply the Best. So I don't get that. You know, I agree with you. Uh, Andy is giving her a little bit of grace. He says, listen, she is uh, she is 79 years old. And, okay, so maybe we give her some grace there. And it is Patti LaBelle. Patti LaBelle, she can get up there and sing anything and we'll be happy. It's just she's tri- she's giving tribute, right, to, to another legend. So it only seems right that you would be prepared and, and, and you know, uh, and, and happy to, <laughs> to do it. But you know what? We give her some grace. Um, yeah, Andy? Can we make the case that, I mean, just the whole award show, it felt rushed. Like... They probably caught uh, uh, Patti LaBelle like yesterday to come perform. Sure. You know what I'm saying? You make a great point, Andy. Let me just say this, though. Well, well, we have to extend some grace to BET Awards as a whole. And I give them props for continuing on past the writer's strike. They didn't have any writers. Uh, all the writers are on strike. All the, It's all the whole union. We've been keeping up with that. They didn't have any writers, so they went ahead and did it anyway. So all these people who are probably working in other areas that are not necessarily their own, calling on other people to present, write something, come up with something that are not necessarily their own duty. So we have to give a little bit of grace there. That's my opinion. Nick, you have an opinion on that? I, I think both of you all are right. I think it was rushed because they did wait to the last minute to try to put this thing together, and it, it appears that way in certain, certain regards. But I also agree with you, Robin, that during the writer's strike, and obviously, according to the reports, a lot of the L.A. studios had shut down, uh, I think, the week prior. So, um, especially with the, on the cusp of the, of the SAG after strike that could potentially be coming at the end of the month, mm-hmm. there, was a lot of, there was a lot of moving pieces going on. Yeah. I love the hip-hop part of the, the, the... I think they paid way better tribute than the Grammys could ever imagine in their wildest uh, paying tribute to 50 years of hip-hop. I think they missed a couple of things. But the crowd was even lackluster because yeah. the crowd was because of these, these some of these artists aren't performers. Like I love Cole Ray. I love her. Yeah. I think she's the best blend of old and new school. I think she rocked it. But Glorilla ain't feeling her like a like a statue. Sorry, ain't feeling it. <laughs> um, and the crowd wasn't feeling her performance either. And then she didn't even sing her most popular song, which was mind boggling to me. Um, I the, the BET needs to go back to bringing the Janet yes. Jacksons back. Yeah. bringing the Will Smith well, back. Yeah, but the problem, Nick, the problem, these, these prominent people I back. agree with you. The problem, though, is that these celebrities are not going to come to the BET Awards because of what it has done. It's been watered down. P- people act like the BET Awards mm-hmm. are the actual hip-hop awards. They come, they come dressed, however. It is not elegance anymore. It is not black excellence anymore. No. Like I said, some of the BET sponsored events outside of BET Awards are better and classier than the actual award ceremony. Speaking of this, before I let you go, Go, and I have to take this call as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, before I let you go, I will say the ugly parts. Um, I hated the, that the fact everyone had their phone up recording the, the the ceremony. I get it. Maybe this is the they had a lot of seat fillers in there, so they're probably more fans than anything. Mm-hmm. But they should have had a rule: put your phone down and be in the moment. This is being recorded. Go home and stream it later. Get put your phone down. I hated watching on screen. I know that this is our day and age, but I still hate it. And all you see are phones and then the person on stage performing. I hated that. I also hated to see JT and Lil Uzi actually straight 
fighting. What what is this? What's going on? I hated it. Um, are there any ugly parts? Bad or ugly parts? Give me twenty seconds uh, of <laughs> of your opinion, Nick, before I have to let well, you. Well, I, I, I was one of them. I was one of them with the phones, but I was doing it for for media reasons. So I had to have my phone. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, All right. You get a pass. I did put it down after a minute. <laughs> yeah, I did put it down. Uh, but I will say the ugly. I, I wish we had like a Dr. Dre. And Snoop. I wish we had a tribute to Easy E. I wish we had more opportunities for for a yeah. tribute instead of these influences and these new these new. It, it was a skank fest. I mean, let's just let's just be honest. I mean, people were dressed in like they were going like they were in South Beach. They weren't dressed in a war show. And I hope Tyler yeah. Perry or whoever owns BET brings the elegance yes. to BET yes. so you can get the top notch. Not a bunch of performance. Coco Jones, I felt so bad for her. She was performing in front of a bunch of influence that didn't even feel her incredible record. Like she, yeah. she didn't live her whole life to get that far to, to perform a bunch of boring ass influencers. Like, no, stop. <laughs> uh, with that being said, Nick, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate this. This conversation actually means a lot more because you were right there next to me doing so many of the interviews as well. You are great at what you do. You have a lot of great uh, content that you got this weekend and, and always. Where can everybody find you online and watch some of the things that you were doing? Uh, you can catch me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA. You can also catch me on Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213. You can catch me every Tuesday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, Sirius XM, Channel 145, the NH Experience. Um, and also uh, YouTube.com slash NH Experience TV. Brand new show is called The Hardwood 94 with host Jackie Ray, where we go around the league and give uh, flowers. We actually show the personalities of a lot of WNBA players and try to give them some shine as well as the league. Yeah. That every is- Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. That's great. I've, I've watched I've watched your stuff. It's been really, really great. So thank you. And uh, according to Andy, Skip Bayless is waiting for you. All right. <laughs> Make it happen. Let's thank you so it. much, Nick. Appreciate you. Enjoy your night. Uh, when we come forward, we're going to get to our who's got next. We've also got a call. I want to hear from Fahima. We've also got your what not to miss on the other side. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. With Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Fahima, I truly appreciate you. Fahima, she says uh, she will give us a call tomorrow. I, I, I definitely want to hear from you tomorrow as well. And it looks like half of you guys agree that an honorary Oscar for Angela Bassett's Black Panther role is still an honor. And 50% said, nah, <laughs> that, is, that is not an honor. Well, listen, I agree with 50% of you uh, that it definitely is an honor. Um, We'll see if she thinks so. Maybe we can get an an interview with Angela Bassett. Speaking of the Tina Turner, Patti LaBelle thing, what do you think about, you know, Tina, the musical that's on Broadway and it's come here to L.A.? That musical is um, uh, starring Naomi Rogers, maybe, and it's fantastic. Maybe she could have given the tribute. I don't know. Let's go ahead and get to this song real quick. Andy, we'll play a little bit of it. I feel it. 
the Shindellas. That's an interesting name, the Shindellas. Last night was good for my soul. Okay, it's when it first came in, it definitely sounds like Lizzo. It gives me Lizzo, right? Yeah, that whole vibe. Um, okay, but shout out to, yeah, it is a fun song. Brandy says it's fun. Uh, sh the Shindellas. Okay, well, listen, um, add them to your playlist. And I'm sorry I could not play the whole thing. This whole conversation was lit. <laughs> conversation was lit um i appreciate all of you guys what i don't want you to miss though um speaking of bet this actually comes out today on bet plus it is called average joe starring Dion cole he is a comedian and actor you know him from blackish and many other things He's, he had a um his own netflix special uh done some wonderful things he's in this film Again, it's called Average Joe, Tammy Townsend, uh, Dion Cole, some wonderful people. So definitely you want to check that out as well. And you definitely don't want to miss who's coming up next, which is the Zoe Williams. He's always got something fire in store for y'all. You know, today is no different. Today's topic is the relationship matrix. What's the difference between authentic love and limerence? The limerence inquiry? Okay, we're going to find out what it means. You don't want to change the channel because Zoe going in. The voice of reason is on the other side. It's been fun with you guys. Make sure you uh, like and subscribe and share and catch me tomorrow. Don't miss it. Uh, I'm Robin Ayers. And remember today and every day forward to be a blessing to somebody.